Geyser House. Welcome. This is episode 261. I'm here with Lewis. Is it really 261? I thought I was further in. Hi, guy, everybody. Uh, I was. <laughs> I was. Just, <laughs> I double checked this, the our our shows online, and it said the last one was 260. The one you guys did. So it has to be 261. Right. Um, what's up, guys? Uh, unfortunately, we are back again. Another loss. <laughs> a embarrassing loss. Uh, 2-0, was it against Colorado? 2-0 against Colorado. Um. And it's not fun. I know a lot of you Galaxy fans, and of course, as well as us, we're just, we're tired of this, and we're frustrated. And I, I personally don't know what else I can say other than be incredibly repetitive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, there's there's a few things. But uh, go ahead, Lewis. I yeah, mean, so basically, sure. you we're kind of in sync here, because we're kind of in sync in balls and beers as well. Um which is good, but we're in sync here. I don't want to talk about the game because it is going to sound like a broken record. There are some things that happened after the game and since the game that we can talk about uh, and that we can bring up because they're new talking points, even though it kind of goes back to the dysfunction that is this Galaxy organization. So I don't want to harp on the game or the players all that much. So I'm basically just going to do a quick, quick rundown and just get it out of the way. I'm assuming this is going to be a short show to be perfectly honest. Um, so yeah. let's go ahead and get to it. So two, nothing um, victory. Colorado defeats the galaxy yet again. The galaxy are winless against Colorado dating back to 2017. I believe it's now eight games that the galaxy have uh, not beaten Colorado. Um, so that in itself is just bizarre, right? I mean, Colorado had that one good season, which was last year. And other than that, they have I don't think they've made the playoffs. So this goes back to 2017. Uh, and this is obviously when the Galaxy started being the Galaxy that we currently know, which is 2017. They have not beaten uh, this Colorado side. Um, goals from Jazzy's artists, because... Obviously, you saw that coming. And uh, yeah, <laughs> Diego Rubio. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Was that the first time he ever scored on us? No, I, or I, not? I think he did it when he was in Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, okay. Like I said, not going to harp on this. I'm going to go down the stats. We're going to do our little thing that we normally do. But we're going to do it really, really quick. So, let's get into the stats very quickly. Uh, possession was practically... Even 51 to 49 in favor of the Galaxy, it's it's a coin flip. It was pra- practically 50-50. Um, total shots. Now, this is interesting. The Galaxy took 18 shots. Uh, Colorado only took 10. Now, is that a surprise? We keep doing that in every game we lose. Right. And so it, here's the thing. And this, this is where the expected goals are going to come in. Uh, shots on target, two for the Galaxy five for Colorado. So half of Colorado shots ended up uh, needing to be either scored or saved uh, by, uh, by Jonathan bond. Uh, Only two goals were uh, put on target out of the 18, no big chances for the galaxy, none whatsoever. Um, Two big chances for Colorado and uh, they only missed one of them. So uh, they got two goals expected goals. 1.57 1.57 for Colorado, 0.97 for the Galaxy. So out of the 18 shots, uh, not too much uh, as far as high percentage. Uh, there was 
out of the 18 shots, nine of them came outside the box. Uh, a few of them were well outside the box. I'm not even sure you can actually call them a shot, but um, there was uh, 10, 10 shots that were taken outside the box. Uh, so it was just, uh, it, it, it was a horrible performance all around. And again, it's really hard to single out a person when you get a game like this. And I'm not going to single out Cabral because, again, it's a broken record. We know what Cabral is going to bring or isn't going to bring. Uh, we've said our piece about Cabral. We've said our piece about literally every player that we can at, at up to this point. So let's just run this really, really quick. This is going to be very, very hard. Bobby, who was the highest rated player in this game? If you can even think of one. Oh, yeah, I mean, fuck. I mean, didn't all everybody on the team get yellow cards? Um <laughs> I would give it to fuck. Um, nobody made a goal. Uh, it has for me. It has to either be Kleshton or Jovalich. Kleshton or Jovalich. Neither of them. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you who hmm. who got this. It's actually Ravelison at six point nine. Ryan Ravelison with a card with a yellow card. Yep. 6.9. Uh, I'm not even going to say who's top three. Who was the lowest rated player? I mean, I mean, it has to be Bond. But before that, I mean, anybody under, I mean, over him. Jeez, um, I don't know. I mean, I would think defensively, Depew, maybe? That's, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I'll, I'll go with Depew. If it's not Cabral. <laughs> if it's not Cabral. Okay, so it's funny because you're you're like right there, dude. You're like you're like you're hitting the bullseye, but just off it. Yeah. So you're you're <laughs> correct. It has to be Jonathan Bond. It is Jonathan Bond officially. Yeah, he had uh, uh oh no, I'm lying. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It is not Jonathan Bond. So you're saying it had to be someone defensively, uh had to be Nick DePew if it wasn't Kevin Cabral. Nick DePew had a rating of six Kevin Cabral had a rating of 5.9, mm-hmm. and he is still not the lowest rated player. The lowest rated player. Jeez. Was, uh, and when you when you hear it, you're going to say, oh, yeah, of course. Chase Gasper. He was the uh, lowest rated player. He had a card as okay. well. I mean, he doesn't even have a picture on the roster, so I guess so. <laughs> five points. <laughs> five, <laughs> points off for not having your picture on the roster, dude. Uh, it's like spelling your name wrong on the SATs. Uh, 5.2, 5.2 rating for Chase Gasper. And yeah, he was being beat badly. Um, like I said, I'm not going to harp on this. Uh, when your highest rate player is 6.9, uh, 6.5 for Kleshin and then, uh, 6.6 for Derek Williams. Uh, he was actually the highest rated, uh, defender of 6.6. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the less that's said about this game, the better. Let's talk about Derek Williams. These are going to be the talking points uh, that we're, we're going to focus on. Not I, so much. I, I, th- I thought he I thought he was. T- who, who do we say was it? Uh, Revelison. I, I actually thought Williams was one of the better players of that game, to be honest. OK, so let's stick with him. At the end of the game, he is uh, he's on the post. Oh, the comments. The post game interview. Yep. Nikki K asks him about the defense. Like, what's going on with the defense? What needs to happen? Blah, blah, blah. And then he made some comments, and this is what we're going to talk about. You heard the comments, right, Bobby? Like, you know what? Yeah, I watched it live. Okay. So, paraphrasing, obviously, not a direct quote, but basically the gist of this is uh, when asked about the defense, what's going on, 
he basically called out. It wasn't just players. about the defense. It was about the whole team, no, but, the entire but, team. No, I, the, the, I mean, throughout the interview, yes. But there was one – when he made his comments, it was – Defense specific. I actually should go back and, and pick up because I don't think it, it is. One hundred percent. I don't remember it being that. No, no, way, it is because okay. I watched it. I don't remember it being. No, that no, way, I watched it. I, it it so was I, it okay. was a defensive specific question when he made the comments. So he she ended up asking other questions that were more general about the team, and then he would answer them a different way. But the comments that we're talking about were about defensive specific. It was a defensive specific question. He, she specifically asked about the defense, and this is when he made his comments about. You know, the coaching staff, he feels sorry for the coaching staff because the coaching staff gives explicit instructions to players. And he then goes on to say that some players don't follow said instructions and they kind of do their own thing and they have their own agenda. Okay, so I have the quote, and it isn't just about the defenders. So it says, we're not playing as a team. There's a lot of people playing as individuals, he said as Spectrum Sport. Blah, blah, blah. The manager gives us clear instructions, and there's times where people don't want to do that. It's frustrating. I feel for the staff because they put so much work in, and then when it comes to the game, some people just have their own agendas. It it's frustrating, and we can't just keep going on like this because it's not good enough, and we're sick of losing. It's not good enough it's not just the defender he's talking about the entire well he's talking team. about the entire team i'm not saying that but the question that nikki k asked was about the defense specifically that's what i'm saying i'm not saying he's just specifically talking about the defense oh, okay nikki okay, okay. k maybe, is maybe, asking maybe. Okay, a okay. defensive okay. question okay, okay um yeah so there's a lot to digest there let's start first and foremost i understand the frustration um I don't care who's on the team, right? Uh, Kevin Cabral, let's use him as an example, right? Because he's going to be the most criticized and, you know, use as a scapegoat. But I know Kevin Cabral is just as frustrated, right? Efrain Alvarez is just as frustrated. Of All these players, even if you think they're not living up to the crest, even if you think they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, not living up to their potential, not putting as much heart as maybe you'd want them to these players are frustrated these players are professionals they don't want to lose right nobody wants to lose even me as not a professional i don't like losing so i can't imagine that someone whose entire career is based not. on competitive you know um sure. you know winning they're going to be frustrated and it's starting to show right um so i don't blame derek williams there I don't blame anybody else. I'm sure Greg Vanny. I don't think he said it. I don't think he did anything right, no, wrong. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, for the record, I don't think he did either. But, um, you know, Greg Vanny, I'm sure, is frustrated. I'm sure Chris Klein and Karofsky and everyone sitting in the front office is frustrated. Don't get me sure, wrong. I, sure. I'm sure they are. Um, the only difference is, is that Williams actually kind of opened the veil a right. little bit. He didn't stay on the, you know, the same structure of of what you should yes. say, you know, what the message right. should be. Okay. And this is okay. So perfect. Because this is exactly where I was going is that there was no sugar coating. Well, I mean, there was some sugar because he didn't specifically call anybody out, but no, yeah, but yeah. he basically, you know, didn't necessarily do the politically correct answer, right? That general uh, question of like, you know, of I'm answering a question without actually saying anything, right. It's just a very generic answer that really doesn't give any sort of explanation or anything yeah, yeah. so here he did he very much said hey we're getting instructions some people aren't following it right so 
here's my question. And I wish David was here for this one. Um, who's he calling out? Who's he talking about? That's the thing. We don't know. Um, and again, I like personally for me, I don't think he is specifically talking just the back line. So I don't know. But he's definitely saying that there are certain players that are not being they're not playing as a team and they're they're going with their own agendas and they want to do their own thing on the pitch, which is not helping anybody out. Um, so I don't know. I can't really I can't really pick anybody out in my like just from what I've seen. You know what I mean? For like. I, 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 who would, who okay. would, who would okay. be? So I, I started thinking about this now, obviously I, I, the, the question wasn't necessarily about what happened in this game. Right. I think she's talking about, no, it's just the overall, overall of how the we've defense, gotten here. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it could be somebody I personally took it or the way I'm reading this. And yes, for, for the record, I don't know. We don't know exactly who he's talking about. We can speculate, I doubt that he's talking about Chase Gasper because the guy is making what his second appearance for the team. So I, I, I yeah, doubt, that's totally yeah. that, that'll be totally unfair. Yeah. That'll be totally 100%. unfair if you went on. So I don't think it's Chase yeah. Gasper. Sega Koulibaly did not play in this game. It would be really weird for him to bring up if it yep. was Sega. It would be really weird to bring that guy in here after yeah. this loss no. in which he didn't feature. And same thing if the yeah. Pew was in there, maybe. It's possible that well, he does was that, there, right. but, yeah. but if, I'm, I'm saying if it is him, it'd be again kind of weird. Not as not as um, as unfair as it would be to put it on Gasper, but it is one of those sure. like yeah, you're not really starting. Maybe this is the reason you're not starting, but it'd be kind of weird. Araujo, which leads me to it's probably Julian Araujo. Um, I mean, he's in every game, you know, and, like mainly, mostly. And yeah. when these comments were made, and when Galaxy Twitter you know, started, heard it and, you know, went on social media, there was a lot of assumption that the player that Derek Williams was talking about, if we're talking about just the defense, the player that he was talking about was Julian Araujo, which was pretty much my assumption in what he was talking about, right? Now, we know that Julian likes to go up quite a bit. We know that he, you know, kind of... Uh, the way he's been playing is almost seems like it's more about offense than defense now. But, uh, you know, when you look back at what happened, it is Gasper that got beat uh, most of the time. So I don't know. It's just kind of weird. And again, I'm, I, 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 Gasper was horrible. Right. I mean, he was the lowest yeah, rated Gasper player. was horrible. But again, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not going to follow a guy who has, you know, not played and just kind of put in there uh, to fill in a role that, you know, so. I just feel that it is Araujo. Now, since I don't know that for sure, I'm not going to villainize him or anything. But looking at the comments, the fact that he is calling somebody out in the media, right? It's not even behind closed doors. You have now let the world – well, not the world. But you've basically let the public know that this is going that, – yeah, that this is going on. In which case – it's very much a certainty that the Galaxy locker room is starting to implode. And I wouldn't go that far, but it is it, it's it's not it's not lilies and butterflies. 
Right. I don't think it's obviously it's not a good look if someone is doing that. I think that the locker room is, you know, maybe not. I mean, I don't but think you got, but you got to you got to also remember, I mean, it was at the end of a three consecutive game loss where we've given up, what, six, seven, eight goals in three right. games, something like that, or maybe less. Um, and, and it was like he was frustrated. He was mad. You know, I think that. This, I mean, when something like this happens, right, you know, how strong is the team? Uh, and, and and I don't mean like performance wise. I mean like the team, no. right? How united? We're not. How united are we? And it's, and it's kind of like a relationship, right? When everything is good, the relationship is wonderful, right? Like, you know, the, the two people that are in a relationship, they're getting along. They're they're you know on cloud nine. I found the the perfect partner, and I'm in love, and blah blah blah. That's not well, what makes a good relationship. The good relationship is hey, when shit hits the fan, and it will. What happens then? How do you guys well, react problem, to that? So right now, the galaxy and the way that they're going, right? They're they're, they're here. We are again. Uh, they're it's a three game losing streak. It's their first since September of 2021, but they're starting to free fall. And now all of a sudden you have a guy who basically calls out the players. So again, shit is hitting the fan and now you're seeing something like this. So there is signs that the locker room is probably a little bit in, you know, on rocky terms and how do they get through this? And well, if this is the case where, you know, well, the, uh, Vanny, if he doesn't already have a lot on his plate to begin with, you can add, did we? He just lose the locker room, or is he starting to lose the locker room? Well, uh, well, uh, on that, well, Vanny definitely is not at, at least any any of his press conference uh, talks. He's not showing any issues or any problems when it comes to that. He's definitely keeping that close to his chest if it is actually happening. But I gotta agree with Vasquez and what Vasquez said in not this game, but the last game prior to that. What was the last game before this? This was a San Jose, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Vasquez made some comments that really hit it on the nose for me because I was already saying it and I was ready to say it on the pod, but then I got sick and I didn't get it getting on the pod. And I'm pretty sure you guys may have said it. I haven't listened to the show, but look at what he's saying is basically, look at, we have a young team. This is what we, we wanted. We always wanted a younger team. We wanted to stop getting old, old guys and, you know, guys that can't, you know, do a full 90 or run or slow or can't turn. Um, but now we have a young team. And the problem is, is now we have a team that, are not veterans they don't know how to take a loss and take it on the chin and fight back within the well, well they do but i mean it's hard for them you know what i mean and it's 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 difficult for them and vasquez was saying like we need a lot more leadership and these young guys really need to like recognize that hey if we're down a goal stop just don't go all somber don't get depressed we still have a whole game left let's work at this let's move forward let's go go after it um, and to me, like it, it really, it really rang true for me because I'm seeing a lot of players in this team that just don't have the experience and they're still young and they're still learning. And, you know, this is very difficult for them. And then in the, and then in the mix, you're, you're, you're on the LA galaxy team where you're constantly being, you know, coddled and given things. We get the fashion show before the game every fucking time, which I hate now. Um, like, you know, like we, we it's, it's, it's. It's what it is at the moment. And and look at we have Kleshton, sure, but that's he's not enough to be the entire leader of the team. Chicharito has has been trying. Um, you know, uh, it's 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 difficult. Uh, but this has been and you know this. 
this has been also a recurring theme from the past, like sure, half for the decade, last few years. That hey, where is yeah. the leadership? But in they're this all. Team? But, but, so, yes, but the, but also the, the but the band has been different, and the band has been you know you know what I mean like that. There's different issues for all those other years. They're all they all kind of like mesh in the same place, but they're they they are there are differentiations within them all. Obviously, um, and right and right now it's because we have a, to me it's because we have a young team that has no experience that 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 just falls and and are not like we we're saying strong minded. And and uh, just just not good just not good enough yet or who knows if we ever get there. But the yeah. problem here is th- th- this is what's what's kind of sad about this is that th- this year is the first year since 2016, so six seven seasons, first year since 2016 that th- it wasn't a rebuilding year. You, you had the majority of the players come back, and this was by design. Right. This is this is by design where you're not buying players, seeing what sticks. You're not picking up players on loan because, hey, we just need someone to fill this without any sort of future plan. There was a plan put in place. Um, this is something where we have to give. This is what th- th- sure, this is Greg Vanny's thing, right? Sure, but it's still testing it grounds. Is. I mean, it's just the second season for him. It's still testing grounds. I know it's not a, a like a, a, a new restructured season, as you're saying, but it's still testing grounds. We're, we're like things are not settled. Not every, no player really is 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 like solid as a rock in their position in this team. It's, like okay. nobody. And it, so he, here's the other thing, because someone has made a point that through the same amount of games, if you look at Greg Vanny's record and how many points he has through his tenure, through a year and a half, it is exactly the same as Skeloto's record in the same amount of games. And the record is almost equal. Now, under GBS, we were asking for his head. And what finally happened was, you know, what, again, uh, six games? Before this was back in 2020, right? This was the the, the pandemic uh, MLS's back uh, played year, uh, where it you yeah. know huge asterisks, but you know whatever. I mean, the Galaxy were still playing absolutely horrible. Um, you can make the case that that was probably the worst season, uh, probably worse in 2017. He got canned after you know back to back you know abysmal performances. We're talking you know LAFC beat us six to two. We had San Jose, Portland beating us. Three, putting three, four, five goals up, right? It was that famous game where Joe Titino said, this is not good enough. Um, um, so, you know, I think it was after that game or one of those games where they finally let him go. Um, well, guess what? Greg Vanny is through the same amount of time. Someone pointed out it, the, the record is basically the same. And you're looking at the performances. Well, you just got beat, you know, by Colorado, who's not making the playoffs, two nothing. You didn't look good. You got beat by San Jose. They were up three zero before you finally decided to claw back. This is a team that's at the bottom of the standings, who is fighting for a wooden spoon, who had not won a road game all year. Then you had that. The game before that, guess what? You were down three nil again. And this, and this was again a recurring theme because you're down three nil against Houston, and you're down three nil against Dallas. All at home. None of those teams had ever won on the road up until they played the Galaxy. Houston and 
San Jose still it's there's still their lone road victory. Dallas has one other one uh, since I believe, and I think, and uh, I think Houston just got their second one against San Jose this past weekend. So you can make the argument that based on the last three games where you let in eight goals and two of them were at home. If we were any other organization, oh, by the way, back-to-back losses against your rivals. Remember the LAFC beat you as well. If we were any other competent organization, and we, I think David and I mm-hmm. said this, Greg Vanny would have been fired. Let's mm-hmm. take away the fact, let's just pretend that we have a competent FO. And let's just say that this is under different circumstances where the Galaxy haven't been trash the past half decade. Is Greg Vanny on the hot seat? And this is again. No, I don't, don't think, think so. so. Really? No, because that's not how the galaxy works. No, 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 no. That's not okay. Okay. See, th- th- this is. I'm trying to. I'm trying to word it in a way where you would understand. I, I know that the Greg Vanny is not going anywhere. I know Greg yeah. Vanny is not going to get fired. Again, he's going to have to continuously put up these type of numbers, pretty much until what a month before the season ends, <clears throat> if they're going to fire mm-hmm. him, right? Oh, <laughs> so sure. it's not happening. I'm saying. If this was literally any other organization, let's say this was. Oh, I get what you're saying. Right. Because we know it. If we were in Europe, it'd be over. Um, well, let's not say that. Let's just, like I said, let's just say yep. we had a competent front office that knew what they were doing. They had a plan. They cared about the performance. Is Greg Vanny on the hot seat? Because Again, I- maybe. It's because MLS doesn't like it, it. We're just barely seeing MLS start making those quick rash decisions on coaches but but we have we've been systematically known to kind of just hold that bubble of coaches no matter if even if they're doing bad we don't fire them just like quickly they we give them space with the exception of that's just how mls has always been with the exception been. of, with the exception of, of certain teams Alfo. yeah yeah which is which is ironic because we have six coaches in the past six seasons, and granted that one of them is, you know, uh, Dominic Kinnear, which you know was just kind of filling in. He didn't never actually took over the role, but you know, GBS probably should have been fired a lot sooner than he did, and yet he only lasted a year and a half. Uh, Siggy Schmidt, uh, obviously, you know what happened to him was well, again a, a, a special type of circumstance. Curtin Awful was let go really, really early. Uh, Greg Vanny, like I said, he's probably not going to get fired here. I'm sure a lot of people want him to get fired right now. He probably should have been fired right now. This is the first time for me personally that I'm saying, you know what? I know it's not going to happen. And normally you would have to give a guy some time in order to build this. But you would think that there would be some improvement between last year and this year. And there isn't. Or at least there was, but they reverted back. So they're basically on the same footing. There isn't progress going forward because whatever progress you made in the first two months of the season you just gave it all back and some to where yeah you didn't move forward at all you're right back where you started what's even (laughs) it's it's not it's not even that we see it reverting on the field we're just like we're seeing it it's not just it's not just the 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 stats and the scores and all that like we see it yeah this is it's it's really bad (laughs) and, and the thing is that the roster for the most part uh, I know he's not in charge of you know signing said players, but I, I do feel that he is a major part of, you know, he has a say of who's bring, you know who he's calling in, and you know there have been players that have been not really home runs, 
right? You haven't really hit a home run. You've had some decent and solid pickups, but they haven't been home runs. You could argue that Jonathan Bond was a pretty decent, solid pickup, right? He he was better than Bingham. He's not like horrible. You can say Derek Williams has been solid. He hasn't been stellar, but he's been solid. Uh, Sega was doing pretty well up until maybe the last few games, right? And all of a sudden he's starting to look like his old self where we're trying to say, okay, we're thinking maybe we can brush this off, right? Maybe maybe he's having a couple bad games and hopefully he regains his confidence again, right? So he's kind of like, he's more on the bust side, but we're giving him the benefit of the doubt, probably shouldn't, right? Um, Edwards is kind of, uh, kind of an asterisk because he has played under Vanny before and uh, he's played his best soccer under Greg Vanny, so maybe that's a little unfair. Ravellison is, again, not a great pickup. It's not horrible, but he's not outstanding. Grand Seer, kind of the same thing. You know, he's not horrible, but eh, you know what? Like, he's probably not the player that they thought that they were going to get. Right now, it seems like the only player that has pretty much you found a diamond in the rough is Jovalich, and you're barely starting to use him. So... Well, I mean, look at yes, barely starting to use him, but I mean, I, well, I mean, as a, I mean, when you have Chicharito and you're not going to pull him, put him on the bench for no reason. I mean, it's just, yeah, of course that it's makes sense. It's not going to happen. But um, you had to, but, but the you other, had to figure out that thing, hey, you know what? I should probably put both of these players in at the same time at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, at some point, and he did at some at, point. At a well, point. now he has no but, choice. You know, That's the thing. Now he has literally no choice but to do that because Jovalich is now the leading goal scorer on the team. He sure. is. The hottest player right now on the team, and it would be pretty much asinine for the for Greg Vanny to sit him on the bench. So now you are yep. going to see, you should be seeing, because there's no excuse not to do it anymore. You should be seeing Jovalich starting alongside Chicharito. The problem is, is that if you sub one of them out due to fatigue or and, whatever, yeah. you literally have no other forward on the roster. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, again. And it's not like our forwards are making goals all left and right either. So, so I mean, it, it's just. But I mean, I mean, it, it's kind of. But the, the the other thing too is that the 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 players you were trying to, you were naming like it's 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 interesting because almost every single one of them has had like like incredible moments for a good small like for a small portion where everybody's like like Grand Seer right like oh man he's fucking fantastic like there was a good small moment where we were just like hell yeah. You know, with Revelison, when he showed up, it was like, holy shit, who is this guy? You know, the first few games he was there. Um, Araujo, he has his moments, you know, like that, that that's the thing. Like Sega as well. Like it's it's just not it. It's it's like it only like shows up in spurts. So, uh, and I think this is probably part of the reason as to what. Derek Williams might have been talking about like, Hey, you know what? We have some good players and we have talent on the team, but we have individuals. We're not playing as a team. All these spurts are probably just on their own, right? They're not playing cohesively as a team. I mean, just a a few weeks ago, you were basically saying like this team just looks absolutely lost. They have, they're not playing together. They're not on the same page. What is, I can give you an example. I could give you an example of this last game, Costa. I actually thought Costa played pretty well, but the problem is 
it didn't seem like he was playing with exactly. the galaxy oh. and it didn't seem like the galaxy was playing perfect. with him. That's actually a very perfect example. And for what it's worth, you're right. I think the past two or three games, Costa has been, and, and this is something that David and I talked about in the last episode and we ranted and we kind of went off the rails in the last episode. But one of the things we mentioned is yes, Douglas Costa had, or Douglas Costa, his best game. Uh, this was against uh, San Jose, his best game in a galaxy uniform. Now that being said, this is a, designated player i am not expecting you to give me hey you get an a for effort and i really really like you for it no dude you're a dp you need to be producing sure you need to get a six but it's not like he's goal. not trying but it's but it's but not again, like he's not trying because he's really trying on that field point, but it looks again. like he is he is uh you know we talked about that that you know um, he was called out. Uh, people were, you know, he, he posted something uh, on social media. Oh, yeah, because of the vacation. And so, you know, he was well aware of the backlash that happened. So maybe that's in his head that, oh, no, you know what? I got to I got to buckle down and I got to, you know, got to take this more seriously. And maybe there is like that motivation there. Maybe his injury was a big part of it as to why he hasn't been the way, you know, the Galaxy expected him to play or whatnot. But again, this is not about effort. This is not about moral victories anymore. Dude, you need to produce or you don't there is no like there is no try in this one there is no try because Mm. i don't care if you're trying really really hard you're a designated player your job is not to try your job no absolutely is to make a difference but the difference but the but the the difference is with a a player like costa in his position he needs a connect a connection and a thread to hold on to right and there is no player that he he has that he he throws he puts balls in perfect in great spaces but nobody's there nobody reads those movements um it's 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 frustrating and then the other thing that i really like about him which no fucking player on this team does is attack the, the defender pass your first defender attack them put them on their heels and that's what really pushes that the, the our opponent's defense in a bad place because the galaxy doesn't know how to do that. We like to just pass, pass, let them sit, let them defend, and then we don't know what the fuck to do. And we're trying to throw the ball in the box with nobody there, and Chicharito's completely covered, or Jovalich is covered, or, you know, like, it's it's, it's, it's basically just, uh, let's just try this, let's just try this, but it's never going to work out. But I mean, I mean... And we need to break through the defense, and Costa's the only one that can do that. Um, Literally the only I, one. I, I saw that he was trying a lot more, when it comes but to I a also one-on-one. feel, but I also, I mean, he is very much willing to take somebody on one-on-one one but at the end of the day no, yeah that's a style that's what i'm trying to say that's a style so like but most of the time either he's trying too hard not trying hard enough it, nothing really materializes and yes maybe you could say hey he because is because of the connected tissue you could say very much that hey he's he put in a good pass for you but like you said he didn't read you know the other player didn't read it he didn't make the correct run uh or whatever but i, I th- this is one where um, it seems you're kind of defending him on this where I've uh, said already that he's a bust. Um, it's yeah, going to be because very honestly, difficult for yeah, him because to come I, back I, I don't, this. I don't, I don't completely agree with you. I don't think he's a complete bust. I mean, he's only been on, he's, he's only played what, three, four games? No, um, no, yeah. dude. No, he, no, you really, no, I don't know who you're thinking of right now, but it, that is 100% not true. Because he's barely been on the pitch, like barely in in this past. He has been months. He has been injured. He for comes some, in as a sub, yeah, but, and then he gets injured, and then he gets carted out. He's like barely in these games. So we also said this about Chicharito, right? And I think Sasha said this when he said, "Hey, 
staying on the field and staying healthy, that's a skill. So if he can't stay healthy or whatever enough, because for whatever reason, then obviously he's useless to us. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, 15. Douglas Costa has been in 15 matches. So that's a majority of the Galaxy games. Yeah, way more than I was, was thinking. Yeah, because okay. it's not four. <laughs> I was like, I don't know who you're thinking of, but it's certainly not Douglas Costa. Um, he, uh, The Galaxy have played uh, 20 games. So he's missed five. Now, granted, some of them, he's come in as a sub or whatnot. Now, again, that could be because, hey, you know what? He's not living up to what he's you know, he's supposed to be doing. He gets benched or whatever. And again, Well, the beginning was because of health, right? It, health and injury in the beginning. Wasn't which, it like mostly that in the beginning? Kind of, but yeah. I mean, again, this goes back to the Galaxy front office signing a player that was, you know, injured. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Uh, all of this is is pretty much, uh, you know, it, it, for me personally, th- this doesn't go in your favor. I don't care, right? Like, you're injured. Well, you're no good to us injured. So you shouldn't be a DP, dude. Like, and again, that's not his fault. That's the that's the front office's fault. And I get that. I think we said that about Cabral, right? It's not. Cabral's fault that he's a designated player. It's not his fault that the Galaxy thought that he was going to be good. It's his fault with his performance. He can, yeah, he sucks, right? (laughs) He sucks, but why didn't the Galaxy see it? Why did the Galaxy think that this guy was going to be a star? That's what we're saying. That's not his fault. He sucks, but the fact that somebody thought he was good is not his fault. So, um... Right now, like, I, I, I don't care if Costa is trying... Uh, I'm past the trying so it's either dude you produce or you don't and right now you're not producing and I don't care that you're trying really really hard here because guess what you've just lost three games in a row so your best three games have all come under a losing effort so again it's kind of a moot point for me it it, it does it's not gonna fly now if at the end of the year hey you know what maybe he wasn't as bad as you know we thought well again this is a designated player you're not there to be mediocre. You're there to be a game changer. And right now he's not a game changer and he's not doing much of anything. He's not putting this team on yeah. his back. They're not winning games. So no, right now um, he is not meeting the expectation that comes with a designated player. Um, so to me okay. right sure. now uh, and in my article, I said he's a bust. <laughs> so I'm going to stand by that. Um, but you know, I, I think, and again, it goes back again. I, I'm being repetitive here. Um, David took over Twitter. Uh, this Colorado game, I'm usually doing it nine out of ten games. Uh, this is one the one game where he took over. And uh, I know some people out there who follow us pretty closely uh, might be able to tell the difference of who's tweeting. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah some. So, some can definitely tell the difference. Uh, this was one that I started laughing because I, I sent a tweet over. Um, someone had said something about uh, we need to change the coach, right? So, da- so David responds, uh, said, you know, we've had six coaches in in six seasons. We've had different general managers. We have had a carousel of players. It's not the players. It's not the coaches. It's not anything else. We know what the problem is, right? And so I looked at that, and uh, I I started laughing, and I sent the tweet, uh, or I, I I sent the tweet back to David, and then I quoted Fight Club. I haven't seen this movie forever, but I quoted. I just watched it this ah, weekend. Nice. <laughs> I need to watch it again. I haven't yeah. seen it but in a long time. It's one of my favorite movies. But like, I quoted it. I go, you know, I, I sent him the, the 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 reply that he wrote, and I told him. 
Tyler's words coming out of my mouth. And I used to be such a nice guy. And he started laughing, right? Because these are mine. This, this is what I say, right? This is exactly mm-hmm. what I've been saying for a long time. Sometimes, for the most part, David will put some sort of resistance or try to put a, another spin on it. But, you know, he finally, mm-hmm. he finally cracked here. And so I, I said him that he started laughing. Um, but, you know, he also went and said, we're done. That's it. I'm not even talking about the game. I'm talking about the season. It's over. I'm out of here. Right. Um, I said that in Minnesota when I tweet, when I was tweeting the Minnesota game, that's when I called the season after the Minnesota game, I called the season. I stand by that. Um, David agreed when he was back on the pod because he wasn't back right after that game. That was a game. That was a episode that he missed. You agreed with me at the time that he said, yeah, when you said, yeah, I think, I think you're right. There's not really much for me to, Mm. to, to, to look, to look at, to say, you're it's wrong. too hard to right. say. Yeah, if you're looking at evidence, right. it's just like it's. Where are we going to see the, the and change? David where? is usually the last of the holdout because he's the most optimistic, and he agreed at the same time that I decided to call it. And so that's when I was like, "Oh man, they broke David." But the fact that he reiterated it, where it was his turn to take over the Twitter and then just let out that frustration uh, again, you, you know, you, you broke this guy, um, <laughs> and so. You know, it's just sad that it's come here. But again, we go back to the broken record Um, because he, again, echoed this sentiment while he was tweeting. Nobody can be successful under the current administration. Absolutely nobody. That includes Greg Vanny or any player that comes in. Uh, You cannot be the player that you would want to be or the player that you were hoping to be or that the Galaxy were hoping you'd be. Um, You're basically uh, set up for failure and it's unfortunate um that it's come to you know it's been like this i mean it's come to this it's, it's been like this we've all known it um so you know uh, again I, I think under normal circumstances you would think greg vanny may very well have been fired may very well be in the hot seat i don't think he is um but again i also defend him in the way that i don't think um he was he was gonna be successful here um I've said it uh, when he was signed. I'm like, I'm not, I can't get excited for this because he's not going to be successful. And I hope I'm wrong. And I wasn't, you know, I'm not sorry. And I was, um, I, I, I'm, it, it's just sad. Um, but again, I'm not going to get on that. We, we obviously know, um, what we feel about that. So we're not going to repeat that. Um, the other thing is, um, so speaking of players, we have a new player coming in, Gaston Brugman, who is officially, I think today was his first day officially. Today he was his first training, training session. Um, you know, they talked to him. A lot of, you know, the same politically correct answers. I'm here to work and I can contribute a lot yeah. to the team. It's basic stuff that literally any new player is going to say. So I'm not going to get excited over that. Um, here's a guy who's yeah. going to be uh, a defensive midfielder, a pure defensive midfielder, which frees up Delgado, frees up Ravelson to go forward. Uh, so you might get more attack there. You might have more support uh, for the defense in the back. So again, on paper, theoretically, this is a, a piece, another piece of a puzzle that may very well straighten this team. But, Maybe, you know, it's lo- lo- long like that's a that's a long right. Ch- what's the, what's the term? Long chance. That's long, not how, long shot. That's it's not a long the, shot. The term. I mean, long shot. I mean, yeah, there I mean here, there you're, you're still missing the camp, so you're not even addressing like the main. I mean, I guess the center, uh, defensive midfielder is an issue, but you're not missing a, a bigger issue that's been there for. 
years, right? You still haven't got the cam. You're not going out looking for a cam. Uh, you're still putting your hope in like Alvarez and Vasquez and you know Sasha if you, if you needed to be in there. And these aren't the, these were never the solutions. So, I mean, it's just um, as much as we love those guys. Yeah, but, it's just you it's know. you know it is what it is. It's 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 not, it's not it. Um, and so uh, mm. here's this guy who again, in theory, is supposed to help the team, and maybe it does a little bit, but he is also walking into. Uh, what appears to be a dysfunctional or at least starting to become a dysfunctional locker room. So, you know, maybe feels like, yeah. It. So maybe now <laughs> it rubs off on him. If he goes in there and he sees, uh, Hey, there's a problem here, right? This guy's not talking to this guy, or this is not happening here. You know, the new person is going to sense it and it's probably going to rub off on him. And guess what? He might be on an Island by himself as well, being disconnected from the team because they're not on the same page. Um, and if, you know, we are to believe that players are doing opposite of what the coach is asking him to do and this guy comes in and sees it as well, you know, it, it's it's not going to be a good thing. So, again, um, again, you're being set up for failure. So it's not something I'm going to get excited about. Let's go ahead and talk about one. Uh, I think this is going to be the last thing because there's not really much else we can talk about. Okay, let me say this one really quick. If you guys want to see the video of Gaston uh, talking and just all the all of the press conference for today uh, ahead of the Atlanta match, and also some pictures of Gaston's first training, go ahead and go to lazerhouse.com. It's up there. Um, current standings have the Galaxy still somehow in the playoffs. They are currently holding because of MLS. Exactly. So it's MLS. Um, and again, if it was any other league in the world, this you know they're probably. You know, probably uh, looking. There's no way you can probably catch. I mean, I guess yeah. <laughs> it depends, um, but yeah. So the current like sitting in seventh place, and you look get. Let's forget about LAFC. They're they're going to. No one's going to catch. Well, they're going to remain well, at the top. Austin. Right? They're going to remain at the top. They're not <laughs> going to be part of this crazy mix. Same thing with Austin. Leave those two up in the front two. They will battle it out for um, home field advantage. RSL, 33 points. Minnesota, 31 points. Nashville, 30 points. Dallas, 29 mm-hmm. points. The mm-hmm. Galaxy mm-hmm. and Portland. Galaxy do, does mm-hmm. hold the tiebreaker here. They have yep. 27 points. They actually, Galaxy, have a game on hand on all of those teams. So theoretically, wow. they can still so gain just, some points yeah. here. So mm-hmm. then, ninth place, Seattle, 26 points. Only one point behind twenty, you know, behind us. Tenth uh-huh. place, twenty. Also, same twenty-six yep. points. Houston, twenty-five mm-hmm. points. Colorado, yep. twenty-four points. Uh, so they are only one game behind the Galaxy as far as points are concerned. And we're talking, if we're talking wooden I'm, spoon, we we're saying that San Jose is one of the one of the uh, you know teams that are challenging that could possibly win the wooden spoon. Well, if you want to keep going down 22 points, isn't that far off from a playoff spot right now? And you still have a good 14 games to go. So that being said, the good news that all these teams being bunched up, the galaxy can theoretically still make the playoffs. The bad news, the fact that all these teams are bunched up makes it that much more competitive because right now you have spots three, through 13 fighting for five spots. So mm-hmm. the galaxy currently sit 27 points. Now, uh, uh, 
a lot of you guys know Scott Vegan Gamer Twelve, uh, the guy who started uh, the League of G uh, a couple years back during the pandemic. He was on our show uh, uh, that year as well. He said it, he tweeted a couple days ago that I'm assuming this was after the game or uh, no, it had to be a couple days ago. So maybe uh, Monday. Tweeted based on previous years, the Galaxy need twenty one between twenty one and twenty five points out of their possible forty two remaining to secure a playoff spot. We are rapidly approaching must win. Every game is a final territory. Okay, let's go ahead, Bobby. If you don't mind, let's break down the schedule, shall we? Because when I call a season, and I've called it, there's a lot of factors I take into consideration. One obviously is yeah. form. How do you look? Are you progressing? Are you being competitive? Right now, the Galaxy are not, and that's one. <laughs> Second, to say the least, when I when it happens, it's usually after a really bad loss to a really bad team, or you know, somewhere around that ballpark. And I say to myself, okay, look, if you can't beat San Jose at home, and you can't beat Minnesota at home, right? You can't beat Colorado, who's a bottom dweller. You can't beat these teams with all the advantages in the world. Who can you beat? Right. So that's well, the other. Well, that's the thing. That's the other thing that, that kind of goes into my into my decision. So let's look at the remaining remaining, remaining schedule. If you're looking between twenty one and twenty four points, you're probably needing eight victories. Eight victories <laughs> out of the last fourteen games. So you basically need to win more than half your games. Let's run down. The schedule. Let's run down the schedule because this just is- and just saying that, but just saying that right. to a Galaxy right. fan right now, exactly. just saying that, not even putting, not putting, even putting up the teams up, saying who we're playing. Yes, uh, I agree. It's 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 just like yeah, right, right. Because again, <laughs> if you lost to San Jose at home, who can you beat? But that's the thing. We can't even say who we can win and who can we lose. That's, like, that's we can't even say that this I'm season saying. at that's all. That's what I'm saying. We can't. can't okay. But the other the the other the other factor that I always put in consideration as well is that. MLS is MLS. These other teams also have issues themselves. Seattle's fucking up. Right. You know, Portland's doing pretty well now. Vancouver's not a great team. He's not like, but if those teams find a way, and we've seen it like the July 4th day, find fucking ways to win these ridiculous games that we never ever expect them to win, we can drop so hard right. down to 12th place. Oh, yeah, very easily. You know, very, very so easily. hard. Absolutely, but, absolutely. Like, but what I'm saying, that is that is also our clo- closest ally and friend. The shittiness of other teams. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, the good news <laughs> is that everyone's bunched together. The bad news is everyone's bunched together. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's yeah, basically yeah. what I said. Uh, maybe you just articulated yeah. it a little bit differently. No, I heard it. I heard. No, okay. I heard it. But I'm just. But no. But I'm just saying. But I'm. But I'm. But I'm circling in the fact is like you get the, there's certain teams like let's say seattle plays dallas or whatever you know it depends on those games as well you know it 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 it, it changes the whole the right. whole the whole structure right though. obviously we're not going to look at the remaining you know schedule for every western conference opponent no 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 but no. let's run down the schedule the remaining schedule the remaining 14 games that the galaxy have uh in order to get somewhere between 21 and 25 points. And again, this is a rough estimate because, yeah, it also depends on what other uh, uh, teams do. Um, but let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 30, yeah, 14 games. Okay, so let's run it down. We have a game this Sunday against Atlanta United. 
Um, Atlanta United is probably suffering as much as we are. Uh, they've fallen hard times. Looks like their locker room is in disarray. Um, the Galaxy are at home. This is, and I'm going to use quotation marks here. This is a right. winnable game. Okay. <laughs> the problem is we've said this plenty of times during the season because guess what? San Jose was a winnable game. Minnesota was a winnable game. Portland was a winnable game. Sacramento Republic was a lock to win, and it didn't happen, right? <sighs> so Colorado, even if we haven't beat them, you take that consideration, but look, they're not playing that hot. All you got to do is just, you know, play. You should be able to be competitive. Guess what? It didn't happen. So winnable is very highly debatable for any game from here on out. <laughs> So winnable has an asterisk next right. to it in very, every single one. Very huge <laughs> asterisk when you say winnable game. Winnable <laughs> for a regular team, maybe not so much for this Galaxy side. Now look, here's the thing. Delgado is back for this game. That is a big piece of the puzzle that is missing in the midfield. Um, sure. You can tell the difference in the midfield, the way it runs, both back and forth. You can see what he brings to the table. Um you know, Atlanta is again dysfunctional. So, with him back, with Chicharito, with Chicharito there, I'm I fully expect the Galaxy to dominate possession. Whether or not they actually score is a different story. Now, at, again, if Atlanta's coach is paying attention here, you put ten guys behind the ball, let the Galaxy be impotent, unable to break your lines, and then just hit him on the counter, and let Joseph Martinez run wild on the defense. That's all you... Just launch a ball out yeah, to him. That's, that's all you need to do, and all you need to do is score one. And by the way, yep. the Galaxy have never scored against Atlanta United. Three games mm-hmm. played, the Galaxy have yet to score against Atlanta United. If they follow this formula, that streak continues. <laughs> so let's just say... Just to be fun. Way, just to be the fun. Way you yeah. said just the way you said it. That the Galaxy are able to win this game. Okay, let's put three points in the bag in this game. Let's move to the next game. The following Yay. week. The following week, <laughs> you will play against Dallas on the road. This is the same Dallas team that absolutely spanked you at home. Mm-hmm. How in the world do we believe that they're going to do anything on the road? That's a loss. All right. Uh, that following. Wednesday. So just four days later is when you have that Leagues Cup game uh, against mm-hmm. Chivas. Obviously, we know that you know the uh, the starters won't be playing, or at least they That's not gonna shouldn't. Ma- be yeah, playing. that game's not going to so matter. It doesn't really that matter. game's not going to matter, right? So, but it's another game, and when whatever, it's not going to matter. Let's go on to the next. Especially game. at this, especially at this moment, in this time and moment of the season, and how we're doing. No, nah. right. Um, the game after that, next MLS game is the week after, next Saturday, August. So now you're in August. August 6th, Kansas City. Kansas City sitting at the bottom of the Western Conference. They're sitting at the bottom of the Supporters Shield. Again, another another contender for the wooden spoon. Um, they're on the road. Now look, again, the Galaxy not only A, play down to their opponents. B, they're going into a stadium that they haven't won. Like That's like a thing that's been in... Like, Recently, right? We haven't won in Kansas City in a very long time. So we have yeah. that going. Man, know, it just sounds like we us, haven't done anything. Right? We can't score on Atlanta. We can't win in Kansas City. Yeah. Jesus, Louise. Uh-huh. 
So you have that road game there. We haven't, again, if you play down to your opponent, the fact that you haven't won in Kansas City in I don't know how long, because I know that was a thing. And then the fact that Bobby does not bet against his team in balls and beers, they're playing Kansas City. So you know that they're going to win. You know they're going to fuck Bobby over because Bobby's going to bet with the that, Galaxy. That, 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 that one's, that one's going to be a, an emotional mindfuck, that yep. game, for sure. So for there me. it is. When it comes to b- balls and yeah. beers. Mm-hmm. You're going to bet mm-hmm. with the Galaxy because you can't bet against them. And guess what? Kansas City's going to win. That's a loss. That's a loss. Let's go ahead. And- <laughs> because of my yep. betting. Because of my betting. Okay. And, that, and that's just, <laughs> hey, man, I already gave you everything else. That's just another. You just add, <laughs> add on to the evidence, man. Okay. Then it gets, uh, let's keep going. The next weekend, uh, you're at home. This is a winnable game. Against Vancouver, Asterisk. again, winnable game. By the way, Vancouver <laughs> is another one of those teams where, like, we always say we should win, but we don't because <laughs> reasons. All right? Um, I wish I actually had the the stats. <laughs> reasons. Uh, yeah, yeah, reasons. Well, remember, like, it, it usually happens toward the end of the season as well where you're like, okay, this is a winnable game. This is Vancouver, an automatic three points. It's near decision day, you know. Um, it can be done. And then guess what? They lay an egg. By the way, Vancouver definitely was that can win uh, because, quite frankly, they're going to be in, in, uh, in playoff contention. By the time this game rolls around, it may very well be that Vancouver will be ahead of the Galaxy in the standings. I'm not sure – if that's actually going to happen, but, um, but yeah, so, um, in the last five meetings, the galaxy have only won once. And that was back in October 18th, 2020, that, that, um, that COVID plague season, which, you know, again, big asterisks there. So again, the galaxy, um, galaxy record against Vancouver, not that great. Let's just say for the sake of arguing at the very least, this is a draw. Uh, the following Friday, Seattle Sounders. That's a loss following Ugh. following weekend. You have to go to new England. That's a loss. Uh, three days later, three days later, you have to play Toronto. That means they're not coming home because they'll be in new England. They're going to stay in the East coast. They're going to play against, uh, Toronto by this time, all of their reinforcements, this is September, all of their reinforcements that they're signing and they still have another one coming should be in Toronto. Again, you're playing three days after New England. Chances are this is going to be a loss. Then the schedule gets even more fun. Then you start getting into September. Merely five days after that turnaround, you play Kansas City at home again. Now, or not again. You're playing Kansas City again, this time at home, once again. You play down to your opponents. Kansas City doesn't have a road win. Hey, what's a perfect time to get their first road win? Because, well, the Galaxy have done it all season, so you might as well keep that streak going. And once again, Bobby will bet with the Galaxy, which means Kansas City is probably going to win. Um, Let's Hmm. just say that this is a winnable game. Let's just say this is three points, right? This is one of those where, like, okay, you can see three points here. Uh, The following weekend, you play against Nashville on the road. I don't see the Galaxy winning that game. Then you play three games in seven days. So you got to go to Nashville. Then four days later, you're playing in Vancouver. You're going from Nashville to Vancouver, which again, we don't have a good track record against them recently. Then you got to go on the road. 
You're playing on that turf with three days of rest. Cross country, chances are you're not winning that game. And then three days later, you come back home to Colorado. Once again, we haven't beat Colorado since 2017. This is the third game in the week. Historically, the Galaxy get manhandled. Home or on the road when they play the third game in one week. Let's say that this is a loss. Following weekend, you go to San Jose. If you couldn't beat them at home, why in the world would we think you were going to beat them on the road? The following weekend is your last home game of the season against RSL. RSL currently sitting in third place. Looks like they're going to make the playoffs. But more importantly, this is, again, air quotes, fan appreciation day. You're losing this match. (laughs) Weekend after that is your final game on the road against Houston. You're losing that match. If I'm being generous, you're getting eight points. Bobby, am I wrong? Uh, You're hoping I am. I get mm, it. But am I wrong? Yeah, I want you to be. I mean, so like, why? From the from the way we're seeing it, no. I mean, I, I do agree with you in a lot of those uh, a lot of those choices. Um, with the way, again, with the evidence of that we have on the table right now, with the cars that we have, and what we're seeing, and what they have presented. I it's very very hard. Of course, soccer is soccer, man. It's just gonna change. Right. We sometimes we win some games that is gonna be a surprise when like we won that four zero game right. like a decade ago now. Um, <laughs> it seems like it, right? You know, so like yeah, <laughs> but like you know, there's there's always gonna be some surprises, and you know that's what I'm hoping. Uh, but it's really hard for us to actually put our money down on that, um, and it's unfortunate. I think the last time Lewis did this last season. We actually won more games than he said we were going to lose, so I'm hoping that will happen. Um, so, uh, well, yeah. I mean, that, that, that usually does happen. Obviously, I don't expect to lose yeah. from here on out, but I stand by what yeah. I said. I called the season back no, no, in Minnesota, no, I, I and I'm saying they're not making the playoffs. I will it's, stand it's, by it's, that. It's too, it's, and unfortunately, in the past few seasons, when I've said that, I have been correct. And I don't want to be, but I've been correct. Um, so, um, yeah. yeah. None of us want this. Uh, of course not. So, you know, of course, we want something to change. But from, again, from what we see, this is what yeah, it is. Yeah, and, and, and this is the morale. And th- th- uh, we're going to write this up right now. This is the last thing I'll say. This mm-hmm. is obviously the morale uh, as a fan. Um, morale is very, very down in the fan base for uh, obvious reasons. And, um, you know, the, 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 the social media team, the Galaxy social media team, they're obviously they're taking a lot of heat. Um, anything that they post – Anything that they post is being... But they got to post. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they have to. It's not like they, they can just stop doing yeah. it, right? There's certain things that no. you're saying, look, I get it. Your your, your bosses are going to tell you to do this. Uh, the bosses really don't care. Um, they have an agenda. Um, they're not going to read the room. Uh, what's sad is that no matter what they post, there's usually some sort of straggler in there saying, oh, this is cool or I like this or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's literally none oh, yeah. of that anymore. All the comments on any of the posts is saying Klein out, fire Klein, um, read the room, guys. It's just all bad. Like basically saying stop posting shit, right? Like stop doing this. Um, there's uh, This Sunday is Star Wars Day, Star Wars Night. Uh, so they're coming out with a lot of stuff, you know, uh, a lot of posters, a lot of like, you know, Star Wars references in, in you know, in accordance to, to, to the team and all that. And, you know, again, the comments are like, you know, okay, so are the players going to be dressed? So so we're going to go dressed in our, our white uniforms to be, uh, represent stormtroopers because 
they can't aim correctly. So that would be accurate. And, you know, the, the, the social media team will put, may, may the force be with us. And they're like, man, the force hasn't been with you since 2014. Right? Like, it's just nothing but negative comments. Or if you're talking about force, <laughs> why don't you force Klein? You know, if you're talking about force, why don't you force Klein out? How about that? You know? And so, like, they're, they're taking a lot of just heat here. Um, it, you know, it's really, um, it's really sad. Uh, I know our, our friends over at, uh, at uh, Nag News, they put in like, no, nah, this is not really about Star Wars. This is more Spaceballs, right? And so they put their <laughs> – yeah. they, they put the little the, their little Spaceballs poster uh, on there and, of course, the all the references to Spaceballs. And, and um, it's – you know, th- th- this is the reality of the families right now is that they really have no reason to be happy. There's no reason for us to be hopeful. There's no reason for us to – Pretty much like anything that's being put out there, it's like um, it's all too familiar, right? And there's really no end in sight until, well, again, we know what the problem is here. Um, so here's to another game this Sunday. Yeah, here we go, guys. And I don't know. What do we do? Cross our fingers and our toes and our legs and our arms? The entire game? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Let's let's hope we see something different. I hope uh, we see some. I hope we see something good out of Gaston. I'm 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 slightly excited for him. I mean, as as excited as I could get for this team right now. He might be. Um, he he may or may not debut. Vanny said it depends, but he said he's he he's hopeful, but it's not a guarantee that we'll see his. Yeah, he may not debut, Sunday. but he may he may come in the second half or something. So that's what I'm saying. He may not even he may not, even, he may not yeah. even show up. Yeah. So it's whatever. Oh, we'll at see. all? Yeah, yeah, at all. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we'll see. Uh, to me, he looks he look he looks prepared and healthy and ready to go. So we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA is our house saying goodbye. Episode two sixty one. Say goodbye, Lewis. Bye, Lewis. And this is Bobby saying goodbye. Make sure you go on our website and sign up to get a magazine. The magazine's coming out soon. I've been taking a little bit more time to make it extra fucking dope. So make sure you put your uh, your your email and your address in there, and you'll be the first to know when it's up for sale, and you'll be able to grab it really quick. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. Goodbye. And it will be extra fucking dope. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 